What do you have to lose? You're living in poverty. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. 58% of your youth is unemployed. What do you have to lose? We must seek not to build walls, but bridges. We must seek not to have our fists clenched, but our arms open. We have to seek not to tear each other apart, but seek to come together. Yeah, election time's coming. Who you gonna vote for? Yeah, if I was president, if I was president, if I was president, if I was president, I made this podcast for my sons. This podcast is not political. This podcast is for the people. It's for the fathers. It's for the sons that will be fathers of the sons and the daughters that do have fathers. This podcast is for men. You are listening to The Fathership Project. Hey, so what's going on, everybody? This is um, Demetrius Early, also known as Meech Real, and you are listening to the Fathership Project. But this is a very special episode. This is the um, this is a special election episode. Now, look, before you get uncomfortable, um, this show will not tell you who to vote for. This will not. I'm not here to tell you. I'm not here to share facts. I'm not here to debunk lies. I'm, I'm not here to spam you with um, propaganda, whether it's pro-Trump, pro-Biden, pro-Libertarian, pro-don't-vote, pro-anarchy, pro-what-listen. But I do want to talk about this election, right? Like, I've been been inspired um, just thinking about it and... I wanted to share just a special episode, so I'm not going to hold y'all too long, but we're going to talk just a little bit, you know, but before we get into all of that, um, I want to share a song by my brother, J. Will Music, which is um, Better better Than Me. Uh, this song, like I know, like you said, you're talking about election, now you're playing Better Than Me. Listen, it's all going to connect. Um, this is a declaration that every father should have. This is a declaration that every... Um, soon to be father every son who like um i think that if this is the focus some things just won't we just won't have to struggle through um i think that even when we look at our brothers and sisters man um instead of looking at competition and you know comparing one another but actually desiring someone to be great um could actually push you to be greater as well as encourage someone to not feel inferior so um Yep, this is uh, Better Than Me by the one and only J. Will Music. Please do not listen. Please do not stream his music. Please do not uh, listen, stream his podcast. Please do not check out uh, Inspire God's People, the pod, uh, the website. Like, please do not support this individual. He's he's just the worst. 
He's he's just no, I'm joking. But yep, this is uh my brother J Will music better than me. You should be better than me. You could be better than me. I want you better than me. I need you better, better, better You should be better than me You could be better than me I want you better than me I need you better, better, better You should be better than me You could be better than me I want you better than me I need you better, better, better You should be better than me You could be better than me I mean, I, I want just want to see you better, better you know me. I, I didn't always I give it my best better. From the team, didn't make the hoop squad in high school. Thought I was too cool for the marching band, even though I really was nice with the snare drums. Wasted so much time missing these opportunities. Football coach begged me to stop trying to hoop and come and be a wide receiver, but I wasn't a believer. You could do better than me. No, you should do better than me. I want you better than me. Uh. You could play on both teams, be the starting PG, be the starting QB, be the MVP. You could do all things, don't quit like me, and you just might be. You should be better, better than me. Better. You could be better than me. I want you better than me. I need you better, better, better. You should be better than me. You could be better than me. I want you better than me. I need you better, better, better. You should be better than me. You better than me. I need you better, better, better. I always been the underdog type, creative soul with the flawed life. Often mistaken kindness for weakness, cause they don't think the underdog bites. If all dogs go to heaven, that means in the end, all dogs die. Well, if Jesus died so we could live, tell me why we all trying to dog Christ. Didn't appreciate the sacrifice, so half my life I wasn't acting right, but nah, nah. You should be better than me, I want you better than me, uh. Better than I ever been, better than I never been. I'm getting way better, want you better than my better is. The moment that I'm blessed with you, I only want what's best for you. Want you, want you better than me. You gotta be better than me. So much better than me. Way better than me. Uh, want you better than me. You gotta be better than me. No matter where life takes you, way better than me. Never forget these words. Focus on your goals, never let them go. Every day get better than before. Never take for granted what you know. Never be ashamed of what you don't. Be honest, pay homage. You honor your God and your mama, your papa. I promise you need it. We got it. No problem. Never forget You should be better than me. You could be better than me. I want you better than me. I need you better, better, better. You should be better than me. You could be better than me. I want you better than me. 
I need you better, better, better You should be better than me You could be better than me I want you better than me I need you better, better, better You should be better than me You could be better than me I want you better than me I need you better, better, better So, um, like once again, that was my guy Jay Will music um, with um, Better Than Me. So go check that out. You know, you can search Jay Will music, hit the link, um, check out all the dope stuff you got. So I digress. So, like I said, it's, it's election time. It will be here before you know it. Um, to the point where I don't think I've been more excited for something to be over. Than this election I like I literally cannot wait um, To the point where November 4th Will be a celebration Not just a ploy To trick Trump supporters to go And on, and vote on the 4th Which I know some people have almost failed for But <laughs> I legit Am going to celebrate November 4th as Day one of my Journey in hoping For some way and wave to return to civility now my fear is because of everything that's going on with the election and there may be a delay or your candidate may not win um this may just continue to go on the and when i say this i'm talking about the animosity i'm talking about the division i'm talking about the anger i'm talking about the the marketing i'm talking about just just the lack of the 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 human pop-up and like you know like like the internet and social media has become so powerful it's literally made human beings into spam never seen it before it's it's unlike some it's unlike anything i've ever seen to be driving and seeing human pop-ups i'm talking about just like everywhere almost like um the movie for those who've seen wreck it ralph and when they finally found the internet people just started appearing People start just, hey, advertising this. like, And that's literally how the world is nowadays. I'm talking about you can go to a mark, uh, mark, you know, go to the market, go to the mall, and somebody will literally pop up and be selling you something, pushing, you know, hey, vote for this person. It's legit. It's the weirdest thing I've, I've ever seen. But like I said, um, I've just been thinking. So, so, so that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting for the election to be over, hoping that people will decide to become civil. But this is what I've been thinking about. You know, seeing all the advertising, seeing the, you know, my name is such and such, and I approve this message. Or message not, you know, like just all the, all the grandstanding. And this is, and so I decided to record this show and share with my my listeners, my fathers, uh, or my father encouragers, as I, you know, say to my ladies. So shout out to y'all. Um, I've been thinking about this. So this is why politics sucks for me, why I struggle with politics, because who isn't great on paper when they want something? Think about when your child wants something. And this is when they get older, when they figure you out, when they begin to understand how to finesse you. Right. Like my kids understand me. They know how to finesse me. So what my kids will do is they'll clean everything up. 
they'll hey dad you need something or like they'll 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 do everything that they know i fuss about and then they're coming for something or they'll just come in there and randomly hug me you know they get into that bag and this is what's about to happen daddy can i get on electronics or like like there is a mission to their madness right and that's what's so so interesting about politics is is that everybody when they're running for um you know when they're when they're putting out their their candidacy when they're ready to say hey i want this title this job they become the most passionate and polished people on paper once again they become the most passionate and polished people on paper i'm sorry I, i like alliterations and when they just come off the dome you know, it's my old my old training as a you know young youth minister. Uh, so when they come in, I just hit you with it again because I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's because I'm brainwashed. I don't. I don't know. I, I digress. Pray for me. Anyway, um, but it makes me think, right? Like, what you know? So so people now are very passionate about presidents. You know, like hey, you bet, uh, if you're not voting for pre- uh, Trump, you're stupid if you're voting for biden you're racist if you're not voting for this person you're not black or like there's like there's a reason why you should vote for someone um and everybody is you know putting their their skin in the game to manipulate you to believe that you don't have any choice or any other options than what people are telling you your options are um but think about it like this imagine if you met somebody right and you guys are on your first date and that person is like, you know, um, y'all have a great time. Y'all just kick it. And they do, you know, nothing special. They're just cool, you know, solo dolo. And then you guys have a kid, right? But you guys are married. So this person isn't really in your life. This, you know, they, they don't really call you, check on the kid. They're just not visible. Then, I don't know, um... You know, one day they just come up to you and they're like, listen, I want to be your husband. And if you choose me to be your husband, I will spend time with your child. I will make sure there's groceries in your house. I will make sure that you will have a ride to work and from work, that you will have money to get your hair done and your nails did. Your son will have clothes, shoes. He will have he will have a father with him 24 seven. He will have someone that will talk to him, that will mentor him, that will show him the ropes, that will encourage him as a young, you know, a young man or a child. If you choose me to be your husband. Right. That sounds amazing. That's a, I mean, hey, right. Do it. But then you think about it like this. What about the four or five years that you were my husband? That you just weren't around. Like, like, like I always struggle with somebody who is only passionate about something when the camera's on or when they're asking for something as well. And I always watch the people that are working when there isn't a camera or there isn't anything for them to gain because that's when you see their true passions. So, I mean, just imagine it. Imagine, ladies, if you met a man and he told you off day one, he's like, listen, if you marry me, I will be an amazing father to our child 
But if we're just boyfriend and girlfriend, <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Like, like, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm just, it's just tough to think through um, of how amazing these campaigns are in the midst of. But now I want to ask you, but now I want to ask everybody a question. What promises are you making to your family because you want something that in reality you know you should be doing without them having to give you anything? Okay, like for me, right? You know, come on, dads, let's keep it 100 for the, you know, the gamer dads. PlayStation 5 is coming out, and unfortunately, um, Christmas is going to come before it may be released, which means uh, a lot has to is riding on pretty much what I get my wife. So if I want this PlayStation 5, I need to make sure her gift is equal to or more than what I'm asking for, right? And because I want this PlayStation 5, I might need to start taking her out on little dates and surprising her with flowers and making a poem and, and, and all the other great stuff that a man should do for someone, for the woman that he loves um, and enjoys, right? But I'm thinking about it like this. What if I'm only doing all these things for when I get the PlayStation? Would that mean that after I get it, I'll stop until I want something again. I, I think about so many relationships that because there is no title, there is no passion or obligation that parents take in being responsible because they did not get what they want. See? Because think about it like this. If you know what someone wants to hear and you only say it when you want to get something you want, you, my good man, my good sir, my 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 lady, uh, dads, listen, that makes you a politician. Because what do politicians do? They pander, right? Because they want your vote. And what better way to get someone to choose you than telling them everything they need to hear because you want something first? I mean, just think about it. Think about how many amazing decisions you can make if you based everything on what someone said they were going to do. Now, I'm getting back to you, fellas. Like I said, because I'm a man, um... I, I like to focus on my guys because, you know, not saying that women are perfect. I mean, because think about Eve. I mean, if women were perfect, we wouldn't even be in a situation. But I digress. Listen, anyway, think about it like this. There are a lot of young men that are growing up today without a father. And it's because they didn't feel obligated to be in that child's life because they didn't receive what they assumed or expected to get that they wanted. So. They walked away. Almost as a, like a president that only talks about issues when they're running for president. And then when they're not, when there's not a presidential media cycle, they're nowhere to be found. There are no coalitions they're creating. There's no fundraisers they're doing. They're not, they're not involved in any of these issues 
They're not kissing any babies. They're not rallying. They're not talking. They're not, you know, on, on panels. They're not doing anything because it's not, you know, they, they don't want to be president or they can't be president right now. So, you know, what's the big deal? And I'm thinking about how many kids are damaged because their parents are politicians and because it's not an election cycle or a marriage cycle or I don't love you cycle, it, you know, it, because it's not anything beneficial or that they're going to get in the front end, they do nothing. Or how many parents are raising children alone because they made a decision that they have to take care of for the rest of their lives based off of somebody's campaign speech. Oh, you, oh, I like to do this. I want a family. I want to raise, I want to do that, blah, 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 blah. And then the first thing that happens when the woman is pregnant, abortion is mentioned. Or even worse, Oh, no, not even worse, because that's the worst thing you could do. Or you would give birth to the child and now you're raising it all alone. And you're and you're so angry because they told you if they if you gave them this, they would be that. So think about it. Let's fast forward. Your candidate wins from Kanye to Trump to whoever you voting for. They won. And they do nothing that they said they were going to do. I'm talking about they don't do nothing. How you going to feel? Betrayed, hurt, discouraged, lost, stupid. Which is going to make you bitter, resentful. Because then imagine, you know, that that cycle is up again and that president wants you to reelect them. And you're like, bro, you ain't even do nothing. And this is where it gets tough, because imagine if you raised a child or you you created a child with a, po a political parent that's not in the that's not in the child's life. But they come around for cycles, Christmas, championship games or, you know, the fun stuff. Or they or they spent so much time gone or I don't know, I'm not about to reelect you now to be in the person's life because you you haven't been around when it wasn't beneficial to you. What do you do? This is where it gets tough because the kid is going to, the kid needs them. The kid needs both his parents. And so I'm saying all this, like, I promise you, I'm not going to tell at the end, at the end of the show, like, hey, vote for Trump. Hey, vote for Biden. Hey, vote, you know, vote for Kanye. No, no, no. I thought about, because I, I think about, you know, I watch these commercials about what they're promising, what they're doing. And then I look and I do some research on what they have done, um, what they have said um, and, and look at, you know, look for, you know, habits, look for trends, look for consistency here, there and that. And I think about, you know, how easily we fight about these presidents. But I look at like, man, maybe you're not a maybe you're not running for president, but what are you doing? Right. And does your life as a father, does your life as a mother, does your life as a brother, as a mentor, as a teacher, um, leader, Christian, you know, whatever, have you delivered on your campaign speech? I was thinking about that. Like, man, you know, I want to I, I want to ask my wife the campaign speech that I gave her for her to become my wife and become the mother of my children. 
did I deliver? <laughs> you know, if it, if 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 it was time for my reelection, would I still have her vote? Or if I still have her vote because of just loyalty or love or are the policies that I spoke on still relevant to the situation or is it time to be innovative? Is there time, like, do y'all get what I'm saying? I'm challenging you. While we've spent so much time judging politicians, have we taken the time to look at how political we've been, how we've pandered, how we've campaigned, and how we haven't delivered, or if we have delivered, are we still delivering even when there is no election? Even when there's no benefit to us, are we still pushing, fighting, executing the things we promise for the people that we say we care about? Or is it only when, you know, we on IG and I want to take a picture with my beautiful family or or, you know, uh, holiday coming up or, you know, Swedes Day's coming up. So I got to do like like, are you doing this for you? Or are you doing it because you genuinely care about this? Because what I have learned about people in general, and this is not just politicians, but this is people in general. When people do what they want to do, and the best thing that you can do is pay attention enough and um, observe and try to see what people like, and then you make your decision off of that because a person is going to be themselves and the best thing you can do is find that out and make a decision on whether or not who they are is something that you want to be attached to so i'm thinking about this is who you are does that match your campaign what you're promising what you're saying and are you executing are you delivering and are you doing what you say you're doing, even when no one's no one's looking, because what you're doing and how it affects that person or those people really matters to you more than what you get out of it? I'm just asking. Are you a political parent? Do you pander to your kid when the kid is mad at the mother or the kid is mad at the father? Do you do you? Um, demonize the other candidate because you want to be chosen as the favorite parent, the cool parent? Or do you think about the true needs of of your constituent, of the person that you're trying to represent, the person that you're... Are you thinking about your child so much that even your campaign has more to do with what they need versus what you're telling them what they want to hear because you want something? Which would go back to meaning that despite how you feel about the other parent, because you know and understand that the child is affected by how they view their parent, that despite how you may feel about them, what's more, what's really important for your constituent or your child, what's more important is that they continue to see their parent in a good light. So when you could you know, like these campaigns dig up dirt, uh, such and such said that they were going to do this and they didn't do anything. Don't vote for this person because they're a liar. Are you doing that to your kid? You know, 
dogging the other parent and saying, yeah, didn't your dad say he was going to do this? But he didn't. But he did this. But he didn't do that for you. Don't vote for him. I'm the better parent. Your dad, your mom's a liar. You know, you're like, <laughs> like, think about those commercials. Sometimes as a parent, when we talk about the other parent in a nasty way, it's the same thing. And I'm going to tell you, as if you were watching that. It doesn't always make me say, oh, I like this person more. It actually sometimes makes the person watching it feel alone because they don't know who to trust. And there's nothing worse than a child that doesn't believe that they can trust their parents or both of their parents are spending so much time arguing and dishing against one another. Like that first presidential debate, people are arguing and talking over each other. Um, it makes people it turn it could turn you off to both. And now you just feel alone. It's tough. So ask yourself, have I been just campaigning or am I doing what I'm or am I doing what I'm doing because it's what I'm supposed to do and it's what I love to do. And I care so much about my child. I care so much about who I campaign to that it's not about what they give me. It's not about what they can do for me, but it's about what I want to do for them because I really want to impact them in a positive way. <laughs> so. I pray this helps. You have been listening to the Fathership Project. Fathers, no more campaign speeches. Walk this thing out even when no one's watching. Because let me tell you something dope. You, let's say you're not in the home with the mother, right? But you're being that father. You're fighting every every chance you get. You pulling up. You you helping with homework. You sending videos. You sending you know you talking to teachers. You texting the kids. You writing letters. If like depending on the situation, you're doing everything you can do. And maybe it takes years. But I'm telling you, think about a kid that can look back and be like, man, dad, or mom, you never tried to do anything. You just waited till I turned 18 or you just never did anything at all. Or a kid that gets to look back and do the re research like I'm suggesting everybody who's voting to do the research. Imagine a kid that, you know, didn't get to spend time with their parent because of the situation between the parents. The parents didn't like each other and moved out of time, whatever the case may be. But you kept fighting. You even though you knew you couldn't win custody, you knew you couldn't get what you wanted right away. But you kept fighting because what you fought, what you were fighting for, you were It was really what you wanted. It was something that was serious. And it, it didn't matter how it made you feel because of how important that person is to you. And then that child gets to look back years later and find these letters and hear stories from other people and you tell them this and they learn this and they get to look back and do the research and be like dog you've been fighting for me xyz so what you so you really care you didn't just live your own life and do what you wanted to do and then all of a sudden you decided to care later no you never stopped caring which means you really do care I think it would go a long way. You know, even stories of me, you know, um, hearing some of the things that my dad did, hearing some of the things that my mom did, hearing some of the dope things that my auntie did. You know, when I look back at it, you know, just that research, it was like, man, y'all loved me even when it wasn't comfortable or, you know, it, it when it didn't even, you know, it wasn't it wasn't favorable. It wasn't glamorous. You, you just still was there. And I appreciate that. Because I know you cared about me. It wasn't about anything, but you loved me. And it means a lot. So, 
I pray this helps. I hope I hope I'm, I wanted I wanted to talk about the election, but I wanted to spin it because listen, the one thing that everybody's doing right now is pointing fingers and looking everywhere else. And I love to find a mirror because if I have enough time to look at what's wrong with somebody else, I guarantee I'm not taking care of myself. So I have to ask myself all the time, am I being a political dad? Am I talking this fathership stuff, but I ain't doing it at home? Am I posting this fathership stuff, but I'm not really doing it? If my kids spoke for me, would they say that I'm a good president? Because, you know, you're a priest of your home. You're president of your own home. Are you holding yourself in the values that you want this person to run the country have? Do you stand for these things in your own house? You want your president to care about the poor. Do you care about the poor? Have you done anything about the board? You want your president to care about the school system. Do you volunteer? Have you volunteered? Do you sit and read with your kids? Like, do do you do do you care about the education system? You want your president to, you know, um, introduce new policy about of health care. How important is health in your house? How much how much care are you taking of your health and your family's health in your home? You want a president to um, close the wealth gap. You want the, you want a, a, the best the best candidate for that. Are you teaching and talking? Are you growing in, in financial literacy in your own home? Like think about it. Are you the candidate that you want to run the free world in your own home? Would your family, if they looked at your policies, if they looked at what you voted, if they looked at what you push in the home, would they really on paper think that you would be the best candidate to run the house? Because I'm going to tell you, despite everything that's going on, president, whatever, Democrat, Republican, at the end of the day, how you run your home has a little, has a, I don't want to say it, but I'm. Listen, yes, I will say it. how you run your home, how you raise your family, the morals you put into your family, the consistency, the being you being present will have a bigger impact on the character of your child than who is sitting in that Oval Office. Because no matter how many people sit in that and how that changes and what happens in this policy and who's taxed and who isn't taxed. And, you know, if the president is racist, if the president is biased, if they're stupid, like whatever, whoever sits in that chair. Who you are in your house will (laughs) your family, what they have will reflect on who you are in that house. And I'll end it with this. And it doesn't matter who sits in that chair, because as long as Christ is on the throne, we will be all right. That don't mean it ain't going to be challenging. It ain't going to mean some, you know, whichever way it go, it ain't going to be some things we got to think through. But I mean. You know, when the, like I said, the fathership project is about fathers connected with fathers and learning how to be a father by getting closer to the father and understanding who the father is. So even though I will vote because it's a right, people died for it, I'll, I will lose nothing voting, whether my vote counts or it doesn't, or whether my candidate wins and he doesn't, or she doesn't, it really, really, really doesn't matter because, um, Christ has the final say in everything that's going on in my life and in my family's life. And no matter who I vote for, who I am in my house will influence who my children become and influence who my wife is, who my, where my wife's confidence is and where it isn't. 
where my family can go is not going to depend. Oh, man, I would have had a great family. My family would have been strong and financially literate if if this president would have won. But because they didn't, they didn't know <laughs> that's your fault. So be encouraged and don't pander to your family. Don't be a political parent. Be someone that's present and be there. Be the president that you want to see in the Oval Office in that house. Peace and God bless. You've been listening to the Fathership Project. Play Air Media.